What up, nerds? This is For the Love of the Pod, a show about crime, sports, sex, controversy, but mostly crime. I am your Thomas May. To my left, I have Dr. Brian Owen. Hello. And Nathaniel Erickson. Guys, how are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Doing well. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally in a well. That's why he said he's doing well. So we're trying some uh, something different, a new format, because we wanted to get back to um, some of the true true crime stories we had been doing originally, and uh, we thought we'd break it up into a sports talk uh, podcast and then a true crime podcast. So today we have for you Ennis Cantor, basketball's political prisoner. So Ennis Cantor was born in Zurich, Switzerland on May 20th, 1992 to two Turkish nationals who returned to Turkey to pursue his father's professorship at trachea in histology, the study of microscopic tissues, and his mother's career as a nurse. Because these are stories about... Those are the real heroes. Yes, they are, especially now. Absolutely. Because these are stories about professional athletes playing a team sport, it can be assumed early on that Ennis started playing basketball. And it turns out, he was pretty good. He grew up to play pro ball in Turkey, and in 2009, he moved to Simi Valley, California, to play for Stone Ridge Preparatory School to eventually pursue a career in the National Basketball Association. Is Stone Ridge known for... Uh, like I don't a, know. <laughs> I wasn't sure if, like, you know, like, if he was recruited for this or that just happened to be the I city. I bet he, he was. Up. Okay. I bet he was to a degree. And I'm sure maybe he wanted to go to because that's um, North Los Angeles. It's like a th- uh, Thousand Oaks area of Los Angeles. So it's like north and then further to the west. Um, hmm. I don't ask me why I know that. I just <laughs> just actually know, just know where Simi Valley is. It's because of your trucking knowledge. Yeah, the trucking knowledge. It's seriously, I'm for like, our listeners at home, um, Thomas is a lot lizard. Yes, I'm a lot lizard. It's my profession. Um, five days a week, and then the other two I strip. So, and smoke math. And smoke math. Uh, that's every day of the week. Oh, oh, I thought you only did it twice. No, every day. Okay. I'm super addicted. And you can tell by my Lack energetic attitude oh. and no teeth, yes. Zero teeth on me. So in 2010, he played in the Nike Hoop Summit, which is a very famous basketball tournament. Um, so many stars have played in it. Um, but essentially a youth basketball all-star game, um, which includes international prospects. So he scored 34 points and 13 rebounds, breaking a point total for the eventual previously held for, I'm sorry, breaking a point total for the event uh, previously held by Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, it's your favorite player. That's my favorite player in any sport. Um, really? Yeah. He is. I mean, that, that actually is a little bit of a surprise. What he did in 2011 is just like, oh, no, it's probably one of the greatest sports run sports in yeah, general. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly the best, especially considering basketball is well, like the Detroit Pistons. That the other one, yeah, that one's good too. But like basketball is normally that um, one player makes a difference, or traditionally it's been that way. And yeah, Dirk was that player, but no one expected him to make that run. No, and usually you'll have a um, defined star with like a we always I don't know, I hate that they do this, but a Robin type person. And Dirk had Nash for a little bit. Some JJ. <laughs> JJ, who I think was going to retire soon. We'll see. 
Um, he said he's coming back for this season, didn't he? No, he they just they just cut him. It was this whole thing. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyways, back to the story because this is mostly crime. Yes. Yeah, so moving on, Cantor would soon be recruited by the University of Kentucky, pretty good basketball school. However, if you check his stats at Kentucky, you'll quickly realize he has none. A bit negligible in my opinion, but Cantor was technically still being paid by his former Turkish professional team, Fenerbach. Something like, oh, something like 100K over three years. I don't think uh, the NCAA uh, looks highly on that. No, uh, they don't typically like to see um, collegiate basketball players being paid. They prefer under the table. Under the table, right. Like our story from, um, what was that called? Uh, Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, Many moons ago. As long as you're under the table and don't get caught immediately, you can play. No sex parties either. That's not good. Mm -mm. No. Remember the pizza I mean, parties? The sex parties are good, but it's not good for like the PR. Yeah, we we enjoy sex parties as liberals. Yeah, but um, generally speaking, no, they're not good for eighteen-year-olds. So um, he was signed to Kentucky, and he had been receiving money from Fenerbach. So the NCAA came down on him and made him ineligible to play. Still, eighteen-year-old Ennis Canner was a five-star prospect at 6'11", 232 pounds. And in 2011, without playing a single minute in college, he was drafted by the Utah Jazz third overall behind uh, Kyrie Irving, who was first overall, and Derek Williams, who's really a nobody. And he would join, at the time, stars Gordon Hayward and Josh Howard. Uh, we're about to move on from Ennis Cantor, the player, but honestly, he's pretty good still to this day. A top-end um, rebounder, one of the best rebounders in the league. Uh, with a decent post game, but just kind of one of those situations in basketball where he was probably born at the wrong time. Uh, As in, like, too late. Like, th- yes. The game is kind of moving away from centers. Probably like 10 years too late he came into the league. Hmm. Um, and he was really effective for, um, you know what, I can't honestly remember his Utah Jazz production, but I do remember him, um, his stint with OKC. Um, where he was playing with Ibaka. And I don't think Kendrick Perkins was on that team, but I can't remember. But that was a really cool Twin Towers kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Two really good big men. Um, but yeah, he's slow, not a great shooter. And he, uh, the style of play nowadays, he kind of ruins offensive spacing, which is basically what every team so plays he's, with now. So he's a situational player at this point. Yeah, absolutely. He's for de- defensive situations, exactly. Okay. Like the end quarters, maybe. And you're like basketball's changed, man. Yeah. It's been fast. It happened overnight, it felt like. So meanwhile, in Turkey, jumping to twenty fourteen, they are electing a president. A previous prime minister for Turkey from two thousand three to two thousand fourteen, Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Who is beginning beginning to look look a lot like Hitler. Hitler. Uh, Erdogan, who has been in political power since 1994 as the mayor of Istanbul, not to be confused with Constantinople, and people like it that way. And Timbuktu. Timbuktu. <laughs> he's he's getting the song. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> um, Erdogan uh, founded the Justice and Development Party. Yeah, any political party that has justice is a name. I think they're most likely going to be Nazis. Yeah. See sí, Nazis. No es bueno y Hitler también. Erdogan gobernado con corrupción. 
y intimidación. ¿Qué? ¿Qué? So, Erdogan. ¿Mericón? Sí, 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 sí. You got it. You know what that is? Yes. Sí. Well, I do. I don't, actually. Okay. What is it? I'll tell you after the podcast. Ah, sounds good. So, Erdogan. <laughs> I called him that today. Did you really? That pinche Mericón. Is that what that was? Yeah. Oh. I didn't Google it. I was just like, ah, oh, I don't speak you Spanish. You should do it right now. No, 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 I'll tell you. I'm in the middle of the... All right. <laughs> so, Erdogan... <laughs> I knew that would stop us down. I'm glad it did. So, Erdogan basically broke Turkey's democracy, which is actually still dismantled to this day, and began to turn it into a fascist state with theocratic undertones, but isn't everything theocratic in the Middle East? In uh, 2013, a corruption scandal led to the arrest of some of Erdogan's closest allies and incriminated Erdogan himself, stalling negotiations with Turkey's EU membership, European Union membership, and the souring relations with the Gulen movement, which we'll get into more shortly. Erdogan began to purge the Gulen movement from judicial, bureaucratic, and military positions, as well as giving himself additional powers. This is very Hitler-like. Much of this happening after a failed coup d'etat, a cheeky coup d'etat, uh, by this said Gulen regime, or at least allegedly by them. There were tanks, there were some AK-47s, that belt thing they you put over your shoulder with like the extra bullets. What is that called? A belt? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's an ammo belt. Yeah. It's just a, it is. Isn't it called something? An ammo belt. You play Call of Duty, like don't you know what it is? <laughs> I'm literally telling it. you it's, it's ammo. ammo. Is it ammo belt? It's yes. it. I thought it was like there's a word for it. Anyway, maybe an ammo sash, a sash, but satchel? like like sachet. No, it's not a satchel. You're in satchel. It's a sachet. Sachet. That's like what oh. goes across Miss, Miss Universe pageant. Oh. That's a sachet. Okay. So well, uncultured. I learned something new today. Swine. That's me. July 2016 resulted in further purges of the Gulen movement, pushing the country further into fascism. And in 2018, general elections saw Erdogan himself um, with the Nationalist Movement Party. Nationalist. Yes. When I say nationalist, what do you think of? Um, What you're disposed to think of right now? I think Nazis. 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 Exactly. All of that. History's a flat circle, man. <laughs> yes, it is. Time is a flat circle. And as well, history. All of that to say, this whole time, Ennis Cantor is just simply playing basketball in the United States. His father, Mehmet Cantor, professor of astrology, the study of microscopic tissues, you don't have to tell him is time. still in Turkey. Mehmet, professor of astrology, the study of microscopic tissues, decided to join the Gulen movement. The Gulen movement was started by Islamic cleric or priest for Gentiles. Fethula Gulen, who preaches what can be characterized as a tame version of Islam. As well, he lives in Pennsylvania. He got out of there. Fun fact. Did he? No, I'm saying he got out of the Middle East. Oh, fuck yeah. He got the fuck out of that place. Hell yeah. Um, Gulen's movement politically in relation to Turkey, not Pennsylvania, assumes the more secular side of their Turkish political spectrum, which with all of the previously mentioned purges and the rise of Erdogan, uh, the Gulen movement was declared a terrorist organization by Erdogan's administration. I think this is an important part to like kind of stop and make maybe some of our uh, viewers and all that. Like Turkey was very secular, just like Iran in the 70s. Like this is not 
your typical like everybody's covered head to toe in a hijab or anything like that like they have been very secular but erdogan is pushing that away as fast as possible my grandmother went to istanbul like seven or eight years ago she said it was wonderful oh it's yeah. delightful yeah i went like six seven years ago did you really was, yeah it oh. was uh i was super surprised huh yeah i did not get beheaded no, that's Mexico. Wait, for showing my <laughs> uh, for showing my bare oh. face. <laughs> I thought you were beheaded. Yeah. Oh yes. That's, you're, isn't that you're your alive? In you're your alive hands? right now. <laughs> hey, your head that you have detached from your body. Do you ever use it for? Yeah, ass you milk? ever like roll it under the <laughs> the stall in the women's bathroom or something? <laughs> <laughs> Mental snapshots. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's a SNL bit for anyone wondering. Yeah, it is an SNL bit. John Mulaney. Once again, we're going to bring up John Mulaney. So to be clear and refocus, Enes Cantor's father, Mehmet, professor of histology, the study of microscopic tissues, in the eyes of the Turkish government, is a terrorist. And because Enes is, as well, a strong supporter of, of Gulen, he is also a terrorist. Oh, and obviously, Gulen himself, also a terrorist. They're all terrorists. Hey, I, Thomas, I was, I was taught that terrorism's bad. Yes, Brian. Terrorism is bad. Um, I would agree with that. Nathaniel, do you agree? Is, is terrorism bad? Is this a kind of a jerky thing to do? Yeah, it's a hot. Is, is that, it? I don't it's think it's a hot a, take. It's kind of a jerky thing to do. Yeah. Would you say like I know the, the Bible? Also, I mean, no, like judge not lest ye be judged. But you know, I just gotta say, terrorists. Terrorists I mean, sound uh, like real jerks. You gotta remember, America nice. was started on terrorism, though. Was it? According to Britain, yes. Oh, my God. Propaganda. Mind blown. Anyway. So, does that mean that Ennis Cantor is a bad guy, Brian? I mean, yeah, definitely, dude. He's a terrorist. No, 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 Brian. Oh, sorry. I, I got confused again. Because it turns out that Erdogan, much like Hitler, mm. a bit of a liar. A little bit. It's a sin. Just a little bit. It is a sin. Very good. Even yes. in Islam, that's a sin. Yeah, everywhere. No, you're not supposed to lie. Don't lie. So Erdogan began demanding Ennis to be returned to Turkey for uns- unsubs- oh my God. unsubstantiated war crimes. It's just hard to read that word. It's a lot longer than it should be. Um, as well as a way... <laughs> you do realize you can put other Thomas, words. Thomas uh, <laughs> I, I almost accidentally said... Substantial, substantial <laughs> war crimes in which the war crimes were not substantial enough for him, <laughs> but, well, and he was unimpressed. In which case, if they were substantial ones, Ennis yeah. would be a bad person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. War crimes. Thomas, again, an apologist. I, I, I think, <laughs> I think we can take this hot take here. War crimes are bad, guys. Yeah, they're don't bad. commit them. Don't, don't do, do them. them. Kids at home, unless no. you're president. Every day, every single day, I wake up and I say. Don't do war crimes today. <laughs> You're batting Make a thousand. A you thing. are batting a thousand. Yeah. Make it a daily goal for yourself. No war crimes today, Thomas. <laughs> so, uh, Turkey uh, is to be returned to Turkey for um, unsubstantiated war crimes, as well as a way to get to his father, Mehmet, who is a um, professor of histology, the uh, study of microscopic tissue. Um, luckily, the U.S. gives absolutely zero fucks about Turkey. But they have, Turkey, successfully tormented Ennis via the media and Turkish embassy for the better part of the decade. Cantor has played for the Jazz, Thunder Knicks, Portland, Baston, and now recently back to Portland. 
Since 2017, all of his games are blacked out in Turkey. Any game he plays in, regardless of it being a January regular season game or Game 7 of the Finals, if Anis Kanter is playing in the game, the Turkish government has blacked out said game. He once tried to set up a player camp for the Islamic Center of Long Island until the Turkish consulate in New York threatened the mosque away from hosting. There was even a situation where Cantor, when he was on the Trailblazers, was to play the Raptors in Toronto, which would require him to cross the border. And U.S. Senator from Oregon, uh, Ron Wyden, had to send a letter to Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, insert blackface joke, to make sure and not arrest Ennis upon crossing the border to our friends in the Great White North. I don't feel like uh, Canada's big on that, though. Like, I don't think that's something that we really should be worried about. They, he had to. He was like... I know, it's a formality. Yeah. yeah. Um, he did play that I, game. I just don't really see Canada being like, oh, yeah, fuck, we're going to be the people that are... We're very pro-Turkey, yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, so uh, back to his father, Mehmet, professor of histology, the study of microscopic tissues, um, was convicted of terrorism and treason in Turkey, was captured and received 15 years. At that point, Ennis had become a bargaining chip in his father's life. To a dictator he did not recognize as anything more than a threat to his own home country's democracy. Now, we do have good news to share to our loyal listeners. Uh, Listener. Literally dozen of you. <laughs> There's dozens of us. I said literally dozen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the smile on your face, though, when I told you we had good news? That was really, oh, cause I was really like, genuinely you know, sweet. When you... When you hear about war crimes and you hear about <laughs> things happening to people, typically one does not smile. But when you hear good news... Thomas has been smiling throughout most of this well, story. That's I'm making jokes. Levity. Yeah. And well, it's not... I don't know. I just, it's not something that, you know, makes me feel cheery. I'm sorry I farted on your dad. Especially in this holiday season. Um, you said what? I'm sorry I farted on your dad. I mean, yeah. I apologize many times. And to Miss Jackson. That is a war crime, by the yeah, way. I was, yeah. So you failed your you failed your own mission statement. <laughs> so your must, mustard gas is a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> My butt that mustard technically is a biological weapon. It is. Yeah. <laughs> My butt mustard. Anyway, um, so Mamet, professor of histology, the study of microscopic tissues was recently acquitted of all charges in June of this year, no less. Yay! Erdogan, still in power. But support is dwindling. Moreover, the U.S. and the European Union just dropped sanctions on Turkey in response to Turkey's purchase of Russian missile systems. I think that's also part of their uh, the Azerbaijan and uh, Armenian war right now, where uh, Turkey has continued to hate Armenians. Uh, that's part of the sanctions as well. Like uh, Turkey, they, they Turkey were part has of the Syrian war too. Yeah, yeah. Turkey has a long history of uh, genocide. Yeah, wasn't yeah. the um, <laughs> what's the thing the Christians did that was real crusades? Up? The Crusades wasn't that in yeah. Turkey? Uh, no, oh. uh, that was to retake Jerusalem. Yeah. I mean, they went through Turkey because Ottoman Empire did Constantinople. Yeah, and Timbuktu. Where's Timbuktu? Mm. Isn't that in Africa? It doesn't exist anymore. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was, it was, t- no, it was t- Constantinople. 
I was about yeah. to say it's in Michigan, but that's Kalamazoo. I get Timbuktu and Kalamazoo confused. God. Yeah. Very typical. Yeah. yeah. Typical American geography. pretty geog- close geography. Timbuktu and Kalamazoo. <laughs> yeah. Kalamazoo is another place in like, um, isn't it? I need you to understand that uh, Africa is a continent, not a country. I understand that. Oh, you're just like, it's in It's Africa. massive. It's huge. Is Kalamazoo it's not huge. somewhere else? Huge. Just huge. like my hands. No, those are really tiny hands. No, I have pretty decent Just like Thomas's sir. chapped little hands. hands. Oh. I do have small hands. And chapped. It makes it difficult to play. Anyways, play the guitar. Uh, no, look at your knuckles. What am I talking about? Oh. Yeah, I could use some lotion. Yeah, yeah I lotion every night before bed. My hands. I bet you do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, you sent myself softball off. So bad. <laughs> that was real bad. That was a love. Like you got to hit a home run there. That, that's <sighs> dingers all day. Wow. So disappointed in myself. Anyway, so is your mother? No, she loves me. It's my dad. He's disappointed very much. So I hope he's listening. Fuck you. Anyway, whoa, and, and whoa. <laughs> we just lost a listener. <laughs> he's not listening to this shit. You just said I, I hope he's he listening. Out. He's like seventy years old. I don't think he can figure out how to work podcasts. I tried to get him to listen to podcasts plenty of times when we were speaking, and uh, he, you know, was it mostly Alex Jones? <laughs> I would love for him to, I'm fine with that We could You know I could talk Conspiracy theories With my father You know Legit ones That are You know Revolved around a dictator But you know Either way Either way is fine So Ennis uh, To this day Continues to troll Turkey and Erdogan On Twitter For the lols But more importantly For his duty To advocate For peace And democracy just recently, uh, Nathaniel, there was a really great thing that he posted on uh, Twitter. It was a uh, just like you know, time person of the year that just happened and all that. Instead, it was a picture of Erdogan and it goes terrorist of the year. It was it was great choice. choice. Jeff's kiss. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there you have it. That was our uh, true crime podcast side thing that we're gonna do from uh, now on. Except for next week. We have a very special surprise special. next week. Ooh. We have a holiday surprise. I don't think we should spoil it We're too not much. going to. There, there's going to be a table We're read. We're teasing. It's a table, table read. We can yeah. tease that. Yes. It's uh, something special one near of, near and dear to one of our uh, host Colleagues. Parts. Colleague. It's one of don't, Nathaniel's favorite movies. Nathaniel, don't spoil it. Now you've spoiled it. It's hard to not be romantic about baseball. Yeah, I think we can leave it on that. Dun, dun, dun. We're done. (laughs) All right, love you. Bye. Hit that stop button. Whoa. Down. No, I got to fade out. (laughs) Down.